Good morning, Rav Yeah. Where's everybody today? Wow. Live is here. Live is here. That's what we need. By Rabbi Groskov, dear Rabbi Noeli, every year during the winter and summer break in the UK, we run a sleep camp, a sleepaway camp for many special need kids. Incredibly, this year, just discovered the majority of the staff, including many Bachrim, are all members of your amazing group. Today, on the first day of step by step camp, we join together to learn the shit together with you. While you're scuba diving, these amazing carers who have given up their holidays, in parentheses, vacation, to look after special needs kids for 15 hours a day, tzaddikim, still have time for the daf. Kari guards, Motche Groskov, Rabbi Hager, and all of Camp Horizons Winter Camp 2021. Here they are, after 15 hours of work, doing the daf. Mazel Tov to Yankee Reichberg from Muncie, New York, who won't miss a day of learning the daf, even when his wife is having a baby momentarily. I guess this is in the hospital. Thursday night, Chevra at 18 for Shea, going strong, Bar Hashem. This is from Molandi's Chevra. Huge shout out to Shlemy Goldenberg in Azik, Shwed, for cooking all the food every week. Chabur is growing, Baruch Hashem. What do we have here? Oh, oh. Dear Belly, I very much enjoy learning Daf. Yoimi Megillah 3, Shur, my originally started watching that night, but found myself nodding off midway only to get roused by have a wonderful day. So I decided I needed to learn early in the day while working out in our building's gym and replacing Judge Judy with Daf Yoimi. Now I'm getting the real Yiddish workout. Thank you for making Dafing so accessible, entertaining, and engaging for all of us. Lee. Lowenstein. Here it is. I did many chazars on Avedizara on my treadmill. It's a great idea, seriously. If anybody wants to try it out, if you don't go very fast, you do like six, seven miles an hour, keep in shape, lose weight, and do the daf, chazara. It's a great idea, I'm telling you. Huh? We're giving out treadmills. Whoever finishes Shas on the cruise, chazara. There was a meme going around. Some people thought it was real. It's like Sruli Bornstein giving out a free shot to anybody who joins. You know, one of these. Okay, we got to step it up. Sruli Pesach. First of all, I'd like to thank you for this great share. I'm a chusid. And trust me, it was hard. Uh, you don't have to blow out the chusid part. I'm a chusid. And trust me, it was hard with the different avira. Although, on the other hand, English is my primary language, used to instantly fall asleep on Yiddish Shiurim as if it were melatonin. I'm about to make my second seum. My first was a long time ago. Don't even remember which Masechta. Thanks, Mendy Greenblatt, F43, introducing me to the MDY Shear family. I haven't learned to listen to Shear with such enthusiasm. B112, my Shoemrim name. Givaldic. Hello, Friedler. Also known as Hillel, Auckland. Oh, where's Auckland again? My voice, I forgot where that is. Where? No, not Auckland. I think this is New Zealand. A-U-C-K land. Auckland. New Zealand. I'm not sure if you remember me, but I was shown on the shirt towards the end of Rosh Hashanah, and I was named Hillel, Auckland. Well, I'm proud to say that MDY Auckland branch is now doubled in size after getting my father to join MDY. 
It was a gratitude to Hashem with the help of our Magichir Belly. Said my first Hadron and Seam on Tainus. Kind regards. Hillel, Auckland. Unbelievable. Uh, hi, Ravelli Stefanski. My name is Mary Rothenberg. I live in the Ramah. A week ago, I joined the Sheer live recently, and he says on the bottom, I apologize for saying, I asked him, you know, how was the Sheer? Fine, just fine. He said, I apologize for saying the Sheer last week was fine. Recently, I, I was asked, I would go bowling with my friends on a Motsi Shabbos tonight. This bothered me because I know I recently, you know, I want to go to the Rav Sheer. I waited an entire week to go to the Sheer since I'm Yeshiva all week. But on the other hand, I love bowling. I mean, we all do. Who doesn't? So by Shabbos, I really decided I'd go to the Shia Matzi Shabbos and not go bowling because it's about the Yoimi. Can't wait to study the dive with the Ravelli. Mira, listen, I don't know. My son likes to play basketball. I don't encourage him to come to the Shia. Guys, the Bachram have to let it out a little bit. I'm not going to tell him not to go bowling. Versus Das. Okay, this is a longer one, so we'll do this a different day. Rabbi Isai, uh, the raffle for the Shas will be Be'ezer Hashem tomorrow. There's over 1,200 entries, because some people get doubles, triples, whatever. There's 1,200 entries. There's only 1,200 for $2,000 Shas, uh, full art school Shas. Be'ezer Hashem tomorrow. That also means that we're starting our next raffle for the next Shas, starting today or whenever. The next Masech is kicking into high gear. We already got our Gemaras. The arts rules are already here in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, if you know of a yeshiva that wants to start the program or wants me to come talk to them, let me know. We could do that. If you want to take five, ten Gemaras because you, you're going somewhere and you know you could give them out, let us know. The sponsor for the Koilal HaChodesh is Chaim from Lakewood. Sponsored by the Davis and Kessler families in Schus for Fur Shlema from Miriam Esther Bas Devoiro. Mesechtes Megillah Shmuli Hecht F two forty five. Leilu Nishmas Rebbe Malach Shlema Pekas Tuvia Zuchanel Baruch Ben Avram Moshe Peretz Neriyor. Paras the Chodesh in honor of Arl ninety seven Akiva Tepper from introducing me to Rebbe Daf. Paras the Chodesh Daniel and Cyril Coin Schus for Fur Shlema for Gavriel Ben Yom and Ben Cyril Fruma. In loving memory of Esther Bas Simcha Bunim, Niftiroch of Tevis, Tavshin Pei Aleph, sponsored by her grandchildren, Gedalia and Simcha Frudenberger, SI 47. Benjamin Bodenheim, in honor of our miracle daughter, Hansi Eden Bodenheim. Related? How? My wife's first cousin. Your wife's first cousin? Age 45. What, what? Benjamin. Benjamin. And married at 45 years old. Yeah. And had a daughter. Had a daughter. Wow. Oh, that's what it's saying. Yeah. Wow. Choking up. I'm choking up. Remember Omo lived downstairs? Yeah, yeah. Wow. After Omo. May she continue to grow and thrive. They bring us much nachas. Wow. Okay. Unbelievable. Israel Goldstein. And now my, my son Shimon's chalaka today. She grew up to be a ish emes with a love for Torah. By Chai Fix, Lili Nishmas, Nachman, Bechayim, Vitzipayra, Yuda Chef. For the Chassan of my son, his son's getting married, Moshe Ruvain, and his Kalach Chavi Esther Schwartz. May they be Zoycha to build a Bayes Nam Yisrael. By Yossi Klein, in honor of his neighbor, Remoshe Reikin, a very happy birthday. He's a real daf guy and adds a lot of chiyas to our Munsi branch, Siyumim. Pshmazel Tov. And by Yisrael Shalitsky, my grandmother, Chaylea Bas Ramosha, and Yoel Ben Yosef Zechroin Alev Rocho. And here we go, Rabbi Sai.
Today is the Chof Aleph, 20 Dav. I still have a tear in my eye. Unbelievable. Okay, tears of Simcha. Chof Aleph, Omer Aleph. We are holding eight lines down, believe it or not, but it's all easy. If you didn't do it, it's Mamish. It's the same thing. How do we know that it's by, by the day, each, all these things in the Mishnah by the day, another Pasuk, another Pasuk. Okay. We're holding Zaklal, Dover Shemitzvasi Bayoim Kosher Kolayoim. So anytime the Mishnah tells us Zaklal, this is the rule, Zaklal Asuimai. We already said 10, 10 items, so then what do you have to say? This is the rule. Obviously, if it says this is the rule, it comes to add at least one thing. That in, in the Heichal, we had the Shulchan. The Shulchan contains all the Lechem him 12 loaves. There are also, if you look down here, two spoons. These are the Bezichen. They are filled with... Frankincense in these spoons. So when they replace the breads on Shabbos, they take the frankincense and put it on the Mizbeach. It's a Aktara. So that's only done during the day. If you removed the older breads and the Bezichin, the frankincense, and you Replaced it at night, you're not over anything. In other words, you have the day, you have the whole day to replace it. But it says that the bread should be there every moment of the day. No. It means at night. Tamid means the bread should be there the entire night. But the time to replace it is during the day. You have all day. So if you, if you remove the bread and the kayanim ate it, they divided the bread in the morning. You go almost 12 hours without replacing it. According to Rabbi Yaisi. Again, we have a rule. If the mitzvah is a night mitzvah, you can perform it all night long. What does it come to add? The carbon Pesach. Would it like Rabbi Lozab and Azariah? The Sanya of Achos Abbas of Elayla Exactly, by In other words, So, Rebbe Lozben holds, you should only eat the carbon Pesach up until Chatzois. And the mission is coming to tell us that you can eat it all the way to the morning. Says Taisvis. We don't pass it like that. If you remember, Afikoymen, and matzah, we only eat until chatzais. Like Rebbe Lazar ben Azariah. But our Mishnah says differently. And with that, Hadrun Allah HaKoyer Lema'freya. Hadrun Allah HaKoyer Lema'freya. Hadrun Allah HaKoyer Lema'freya. Where is that sponsorship? Wow. It's a long one. I don't know about that. Oh, here it is. For this, I need a drink. Hold on. For Shimshin David, Lippa, and Yosef Yehuda, and Yeshua, the sons of Yehuda's Bela. If you want to read the Megillah while sitting, you may do so, says the Mishnah. So we have a concept in the whole Torah. We already had it in this Masechta. You can't typically hear two sounds, two voices. However, when it comes to Kriyas and Megillah, you do hear 
two sounds. At least you could hear one out of the two, or you hear two. Is that laser up there? Hey, laser, where were you? Missed you, man. Okay. I thought you left us. So, what else do we learn in this Masechta? That because it's Chavav, because we love it so much, and it doesn't happen every day, it happens very... Not often, how do you say not often? Infrequently. Infrequently. So therefore it's Chaviv, and therefore you can hear even two koilas. Says Mendi Oyerbach, hollow. Very good. What else? Besides Laibi, nobody can ask besides Laibi. No. What else? Shoifer. It only happens once a year. So I have a Chaviv. I could pick out the sound. I'm, 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 I'm excited to hear it. So I kind of, okay. So Megillah is one of the three things that we learned. Megillah, is, I'm excited to hear it. It's once a year, twice a year. I can pick out the, 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 two, the two voices. We're going to see in the Gemara what it means. You make a bracha on the Megillah. You don't make a bracha on the Megillah. The maskana is, of course, you have to make a bracha beforehand. But what the mission is talking about is the final bracha. When you're done with the Megillah, as the Gemara is going to go into it, I've done it dinenu. You don't have to say it if you don't want to. Now we're going into Kriyas HaTorah of the whole year. B'Sheni V'Chamishi, Moshe Rabbeinu was Misaken Kriyas HaTorah on Shabbos, and on Mondays and Thursdays, not so much how to do it, but you should lay it on Sheni V'Chamishi. Also another halacha, Ezra is Misaken the Psukim, the Mount, but B'Shabbos B'Mincha, Ezra is Misaken Mincha on Shabbos. That you'd say, Kriyas HaTorah by Mincha. Koyrin Shloisha. So you have three people that come up. You know, Koyrin Levi Yisrael. Three people. Ein Poicha Simehen. Ve'ein Moisifen Aleyen. Now, you don't do two Aliyahs on a Monday and a Thursday and on Shabbos afternoon. And you don't do four Aliyahs. Why not four? So Rashi says, very beautiful. He says, people go to work. On Mondays and Thursdays, people are busy. They're busy people. They need to get out there and make a living. And you're going to add another aliyah. That those two minutes are important. We we care about people's time. So it's something to, to keep in mind. We care about people's time. We're always thinking about it. We don't want to be matriach the tzibur. Whether it's the chazan waiting along, the long shmina esrei, these kind of things. We care about the tzibur. Another aliyah is going to be. It's going to bother the tzibur. What about Shabbos? So Shabbos says Rashi, people are busy learning. This drushes the whole Shabbos. They don't have time for another. They have to go home and eat. And therefore, for the same reason, you don't add Aftarah on a Monday morning. People got to go to work. They're rushing. I mentioned this a number of times. I had the, I don't know if it's a schos. Whatever. I dabbed in a minion in Chicago. It's probably still around that people were in such a rush to get to work that Kriya Satyra was before Shachras, when it was still dark. I've never seen it since. I'm sure there's other places in the world that do it. But that's how it is. You got to get to work. You you don't get to work on time, you get fired. Huh? We're not going to go into... (laughs) It was on Devan. That's all I can tell you. Now, you don't... You don't have Torah because... People don't have, they don't have time. 
Now this is interesting. If you don't look at Rashi, you can maybe perhaps read it the wrong way. What it says here is, you have three people having aliyahs. So the mission starts off, and we don't do this today, so we're not familiar with it. But the mission is saying that the first guy, the first person getting aliyah, the Kayan, let's call him, he says Baruch and he says the first bracha. He doesn't say the bracha after his aliyah. Then another guy comes up, a levy. He doesn't say a word, nothing. He just stands there. The third one, the Yisrael, doesn't say anything, doesn't say Baruch When the aliyah is over, he says, he says the final bracha. So there's only two brachas. The guy in the beginning, the guy at the end. Sandwich. That's it. That's what the Mishnah says. That's how they used to do it in those days. The first guy that gets the aliyah. The, the last guy that gets aliyah. That person, it's, it's, a, it's a hard language. Like I would read it that when he starts off and when he finishes, he should make a bracha because that's what we're used to. But that's not what the Mishnah is saying. The first guy makes bracha number one. And mevarach lefanel ula and the last guy makes the the final bracha. Baruch Hashem, Marish Chaydesh, which we have this week. By the way, I forget every time, so I'm going to say it now. Hopefully, I'll remember. Marish Chaydesh, which is happening when on Monday, tomorrow, tonight. There's a mitzvah to make a little bit of a suuda. We spoke about it. I always forget to make the suuda, so I'm saying it now. Barab, maybe I'll remember myself. Somebody remind me tomorrow. Add a little bit, not a suuda like wow. Turkey and the whole, a little bit. If you usually eat bread and butter, add a pickle to it or something. I don't know. You add a little bit to the Suda. Fine. A little wine, maybe. Because it is a little bit of a yantaf. And a chalmayed. You add. As the Gemara is going to explain, you make it a little different than a weekday. That's why we have four aliyahs. Again, you don't do three aliyahs, you don't do five. Don't be a big tzaddik. And the same, the same reason, and certainly a Rishchidosh. Rishchidosh, you let it go work, so people are still busy going to work. So you don't want to add another Aliyah. But you have to add a fourth one, because to make it special. Anyways, we're there a little extra for Musaf and Halal. And we certainly, but also on Chalamayid, you're permitted, and this we spoke about many times, in America they don't even know about this thing, so maybe we shouldn't say it, but you're, it's Mutter, B'davar to go to work on Chalamayid. So since people go to work for Dover Avid, then we don't want to bother them with another Aliyah. Says the Mishnah repeats itself. The first guy makes the last guy, the number four, he says In other words, and which have Mosav, but they're not a Yantav. You get four Aliyahs. Biyantav, Chamisha. Yantav is one step up, they get five aliyahs. Biyayim Akipurim, Shisha. Ayim Kippur, it's a step up of Yantav, Shisha. Bishabbos, Shabbos is the holiest of the holy. We don't realize it because we have it every single week. But Shabbos is holier and, and a bigger madrega than Yantav and Yom Kippur. So Shabbos has seven and you don't add and you don't take off. Uh, you do add, sorry, you do add, but you don't remove any. So you have to have at least seven on Shabbos. But you, if you could do, you add like in a bar mitzvah, whatever you add. And you do make aftar on, on these things, uh, Yom Kippur, Yontif, Shabbos, and Novi. Same halacha. 
on Shabbos, imagine one guy gets an aliyah in the beginning, the amount of fights, wow. I want to get that aliyah. Now there's seven people get aliyahs and there's still fights and people still get insulted. One guy gets the bracha, first bracha, last guy gets the last bracha, and Shalom Yisrael. Says the Gemara. So a person is listening to the Kriya Satarik and no one could talk in the middle because they're all... Yo, <laughs> You shouldn't talk anyways. Even as, uh, no, it's a yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you're right. Good, good point. Good point. You're saying like, just like you're not supposed to talk. I don't know about Sfar how it works, but Ashkenaz between Baruch Shomer and Yishtabach, you can't talk because it's one long bracha. The beginning of Baruch Shomer. So he's saying that when a guy makes Ashabachar uh, Banu, the beginning of Kriyas Taira, and the guy at the end of Kriyas Taira, Ashenasalanu. But I would imagine that it was very fast then, because there was no no mishabeirachs, no baruchus, nothing. People got up, next, 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 next. But you can't talk. He's right. L'chari, you shouldn't be shouldn't be speaking anyways. People are going to write it. You're not allowed to speak during Kriyas Torah. Even making out really good, fine. But certainly, when it's a hefsek, you can understand it better when it's a hefsek. Says the Gemara, Tana Mashenkin Batayra, that when it comes to reading the, the Torah, the Balkari cannot sit. So a few interesting halachas that are in the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah The Ramah brings that the Gabai should also has to stand. Says. Another thing is that you're not, you're not allowed to lean on the bima. To the point that if you lean on the bima, if I remove the bima and you fall down on your face, that's called leaning. You're not allowed to use it as support. You have to be standing straight. What's interesting is people might not realize this and it's brought down over there in that halacha is that the 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 mapa how do you say the uh, not the parochas the um, tablecloth but isn't there a better word for that the tablecloth the 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 cover has a lot of gedusha to it because it, it holds the sefer Torah so you're not allowed to use it for anything so you shouldn't be putting your hands on it you don't put a sitter down on it you don't you don't use it. Even the Navi says, Mendy, you shouldn't leave it on the bima. Now, under the cloth is less of a problem. If you, need a, if you need to like lean on something, you could pick up that cloth and put your hands down because that's a tashmish latashmish. It's one step removed. But the cloth itself, here unfortunately I took it home one, whatever. But we should get another one. But the cloth has such gdusha that you don't, you, don't, you don't put your hand on it. You don't lean. You don't put your, your, your cup down on it. You don't, you don't do things like that. People might not realize that. Huh? No, the pla- then the plastic gets the Gdusha. What's the difference? It doesn't matter what you put on it. Whatever the Sefer Torah touches is on, that has, that's attached to the Gdusha. You can't use it for, for Stam things. Okay. Minani Mili, how do you know that you should not sit? You should not sit when you read the Torah. Here it is. I just wrote the whole passage because well, what's going on in this passage? Hashem says to Moshe, stand over here next to me. And I'm going to tell you the whole Torah. So he's teaching him Torah. He was reading the Torah, so to speak. He was the Balkaira to Moshe Rabbeinu. And they were standing. He says, look, stand with me. Okay. Interesting Tysus here. He points out that the word Ilmalei, just if you want to be medactic, the word Ilmalei, if it ends off with the Aleph, like it does here, it means if not. And ilmalei with the yud sounds similar, but it means if yes. Okay, so here ilmalei mikra kosov 
if not for the fact that the Torah said it specifically, Hashem is saying, I'm standing with you. Hashem has feet. Hashem stands. It's hard to say it. So, we wouldn't say such a thing. What does the word mean? We say it all the time. So Rashi says, is a combination basically of three words. I wrote, Kimoi ba'adam shiyachal. That's kaviyachal. Chaf is kimoi. Vez is ba'adam shiyachal. Like a human being that could stand. Hakadosh Baruch like a human being that could stand. Hakadosh could stand, could sit, but he doesn't have feet. He doesn't have legs like that. So it's kaviyachal. It's it's a muscle to we. It's only what we could grasp. We grasp standing, sitting. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu standing next to Moshe Rabbeinu. The Rebbe, how do you know the Rebbe shouldn't sit on a nice couch while his student is on the ground? Look at Gishbaruch. teaches us how to act. He's together with the Talmud. He's not above him. He's not, he's not sitting while Moshe is standing. He's not sitting on a, a thing while Moshe is on the ground. Even playing field. The Rebbe and the Talmud, and we learn that from Hashem. You have to learn from Hashem's actions. So you have to see what it means. Let's see, let's see weiter. From which is quite a long time, Klai Yisrael stood when they were learning Torah. People became weak. And they started learning Torah when they were sitting down. This covet that we gave the Torah that we stood is gone. Because we are weaker. And in a weakened state, we're not as strong as they used to be. So it's better for us to sit. We, we understand it better. Imagine we had a stand. It wouldn't go so well. Because of, I'm, I'm thinking to myself now, imagine a, a, guys were learning, people were learning 12, 15 hours a day. That's a lot of standing. But there's no problem for them. They were, they were different human beings. So we have a contradiction. One passage says, I'm sitting in the mouth. I stood. Which one is it? What did Moshe Rabbeinu do? Did he sit? Did he stand? Omarav. Yes, it depends. When he learned the first time with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so because of the covet of Hashem, he stood. But when he did Chazara, when he was learning by himself, he was sitting down. So, the pshat, this Pshat is, we have a number of Pshat. This Pshat is, it depends when it was in front of Hashem or not in front of Hashem. Not in front of Hashem, you don't have to stand. It was in between. It could be called sitting. It could be called standing. I had a decent picture here. This might help a little bit to understand. Something like this. Maybe like a leaning on a shaykh on the stender kind of thing. It's nishtahin. Yeah, you mask him. It's something like this. I don't know what else it. It's not sitting and it's not standing. It's an in between thing. Now he, he gets a lot of support from this. You take this out, he falls down. It's in between. Okay. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, next pshat. 
Yeshiva doesn't mean to literally sit on your seat. It means to be delayed, to, to be at a certain place. They were sitting in Kaddish. It's not, they weren't sitting. They were there. They were staying in Kaddish. Rav Amar, in another pshat, if it's easy learning, you're learning a gadata, oh, see, chilling out, you're on a couch, listening, so you could sit. Bekashais, a tough sugya. Rakoi, sorry. You're right. Rakois mu'umot. It's so easy, you could stand, it doesn't take away from anything. Bekashais, but when you have to concentrate, then you sit. Bottom line is, there's a lot of back and forth, but. Uh-huh. Play on words. He's saying Yishuv Adas. It means like when you want to concentrate, you want to figure something out, you need Yishuv Adas. You have to sit down and think about it. I hear it. Very nice. Kriyas HaToyro, if you sit down, it comes out from the Paiskim that you're not even Yaitzah B'Diavet. Because the Machalik is showing them how to learn. It, does the Gemara mean L'Chatchila, the Gemara mean B'Diavet? The bottom line is, at the end of the day, the I think this is how they pass in that if you sit, if the Balkari decides to sit, even after the fact, you're not yoyt. You have to repeat Kriya Torah. The Shulchan Aruch says when it comes to Megillah, you should not sit. But the Mishmur says, the Bir says, you could actually lean on something. The, the, the Balkari could lean when it comes to Megillah. Daf, Chof Aleph, Omud Beis, sponsored. By Aaron Stroke, in honor of my parents, Josh and Naomi Stroke, and Lezech and Ishmas, Aaron Shimon Akayin. Sponsored in honor of me for all that I do. Ishkoyach. Tano! Masha Enkein When it comes to the Torah, you can't have two people laning, only one person lanes. Now, there's a very important halacha. So I saw one of my good friends on Shabbos. And I wanted to go over to him and tell him a halacha that I thought maybe he doesn't know. I'm sure he knows, but whatever. Maybe it wasn't, he didn't realize. But I decided not to. And Baruch Hashem, I didn't tell him. Because I learned myself that I didn't know the halacha 100%. I think I was right in what I wanted to tell him, but it, it's deeper than that. So I'll just tell you this thing. Tysis points out over here, top Tysis, and I didn't, I didn't learn the sugi yesterday, and it was beautiful. Just yesterday, I noticed this, hal- this person doing this halacha. I told him before Shia, I'm going to talk about it, so it's fine. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Akoponim. Just, he lives in Ramat Bet Shemesh. No, it's not a big deal, but I, I think a lot of people don't know this halacha 100%. It's a very well-known halacha, but not 100% know it. So I'm going to say it. Tysus points out, only one person reads the Torah. Who, who's that person that reads the Torah? The Balkaira. What about the guy that gets the Aliyah? What does he do? He just sits there? So now, yeah, so I, when I lived in Ramad al-Khanan, there was uh, in the shul with, with Rabbi Zilberstein, there was five shuls, I think. It was Hasidim and, and Sfaridim, and they had a Timani shul. And every Timani gets up, and they read. Because every Timani knows how to read. But Ashkenazim and Sfaridim and Hasidim, they don't know how to read. They don't know how you can't. Not everybody could get up and start learning his thing. So Tysus says, in order not to embarrass the guy getting up, one guy, the Balkaira reads and finished. There's one Balkaira. But what about the guy that gets the Aliyah? So the Rosh says that the guy that gets the Aliyah, it's important to listen to this. The guy that gets the Aliyah must say the words. And if he doesn't say the words, he's, he's making a brachal of Atala, says the Rosh. Now, but Yisrael says, I don't understand what the Rosh is talking about because 
He got up there and he's listening to the Bakayr and great. And then somebody says that there's a, there's a Zayar that says it's also to say the words. But we don't know what the Zayar is. Says the Yosef, I found the Zayar and a Zayar. The bottom line is from all this comes out like this. Lahalacha, this is what they pass him. Lahalacha, you must say the words. You should say the words, but not loud enough that you could hear yourself. Don't say it loud that you could hear yourself. Say, so, hey, you could, fine. So that's it. That's the bottom line here, I think. And I saw somebody that says that, but if you're not saying, if you're saying the words and you can't even hear yourself, but what does that have to do with being mighty? You just said made an aliyah, and you're not being mighty the tzibur. So why are you saying the words? You don't, you don't, you don't even hear yourself. He says, you say, you're saying the bracha on Birkas Atayra. You're learning now. That's what you're doing. That's how they explain. Anyways, so if it comes out uh, something good from this, that people should realize that when you get aliyah, don't sit still with your, with your mouth closed. Because that could be a problem of maybe making a brachal of atala, and you should say, you should at least do it with your mouth. Not loud enough to disturb, you know, sometimes you have a guy that gets aliyah and he's louder than the bakaira. That's a big no-no. Says, Menachem Ate knows what I'm talking about. You know those guys? <laughs> All of a sudden, in the middle of Kirzatari, you hear a guy go, ah! This menachem, give me a whack. Okay, fine. No, did I skip? Here we go. When you lane, one reads, one person repeats. In those days, they repeated in Aramaic, and it's very important. Says Rashi, and it's only one person. Don't have two people saying the the targum because we learn a lot from the targum. We understand. Imagine if we're in America, in England. And the guy, the, the Bakari says a few psukim, we have no idea what's going on. And the guy stops and he, he repeats it in English. So it's very important to understand the English, to hear the English. If two people are saying the English, what good is it? You want to hear what he's saying, the words that come out. So in those days, it wasn't English, it was Aramaic. Even the Targum is important to hear. I thought when I was reading it, because Targum was like Halacha Moshe Messinai. No, Rashi says, on a practical level, we want to understand. We read the Targum so you understand. So two people saying it is going to ruin it. But when it comes to Navi, one person reads the Haftarah, and two people, because it's not so important to understand what's going on, the halachas and this and that, so two people, if they want, if they want to read two people together, it's fine. But we cannot have two people reading the, the, actual, the actual Navi. Rashi takes out the words Vasorim and Targumim because Rashi says there's no Targum on Ksuvim, on Megillah. And Taisa says, not true. Yes, there's no Yonis and Benuzil, but there is a Targum that was made by the Tanoim. So maybe that's why the Gemara said it. Akobanim, when it comes to Hal and Megillah, because there's no trade color lemishtami. People are excited about hearing the Megillah. So you can have even 10 people reading the Megillah in Yud Yaitza. My taima, kivin the chaviva, yahavid atayu, and you put your mind to it and you're able to pick out the sounds. And very good. The bottom line is why is it chaviv? Again, because it's something that you only do once a year, once a month, halal once a month. Something that you do every week, like Shabbos, people are mezazel. They don't, 
They don't realize the Gdusha of Shabbos. They don't realize that, uh, they think Sukkot is more important than Shabbos, because it happens, it's not true. Shabbos is more important than Sukkot. But it happens every day. Dafyoimi, every day. You get used to it. Nachamal, nachadaf. But it's, it's unbelievable. It's our life. Kim the Chavivo, Yavid at so now Abaya explains the Mishnah. What does it mean if you want to make a bracha, you can make a bracha, you don't make a bracha, you do make a bracha, so you make a bracha on the Megillah, you don't. This whole Mishnah is talking about the, the bracha after the Megillah. You must make a bracha before you read the Megillah. We had the sugya a bunch of times already. Literally, word for word. Oiver lasiyasa means you must make the bracha prior to performing the mitzvah. What's a good example? Let's say washing your hands for, for bread. So you wash your hands and before you dry off your hands with a towel, you must make, you must make the bracha. Why? Because the bracha comes before the mitzvah. And, the, and w- once the, your hands are dry, the mitzvah is over. Another example. So again, you wash your hands, you make the bracha, then you dry your hands. Oiver lasiyasan. The bracha comes before. Another famous example is every day, tefillin. So what you do is you put your tefillin on your muscle over here. But before you tighten the strap, you make the bracha. Because tightening the strap is the mitzvah. So you make oiver, you make the bracha before that siyah. So too, you make a bracha before you read the Megillah. And the Gemara says what the Gemara says all over Shas. What's this Lashon? Oiver. Oiver lasiyosan. Oiver means before, but how do I know it? What happened over there was that it's a very unfortunate story. Avshalom was fighting with his own father, David. And he was riding his mule, and his hair got caught in the branch, and he died. His mule kept on going. War was over. They destroyed them. 20,000 people they destroyed. And the head guy, Avshalom, the one that, that, that started the whole thing, he's dead. It's a big simcha. He's dead. But on the other hand, it's a t- terrible tragedy. It's his own son that died. What are you going to tell him? Oh, it's geschmack. We killed the guy. You killed the, It's your son. So Achimaz wanted to run and tell David. He's running there to tell David. And he tells, no, don't say, do say. And the kushi went, he ran to tell him. And then he decided, Achimaz went, he, he, I want to tell, say the news, and he beat him to it. And he went ahead of the kushi and he told David the news. So Vayaver means before, do it before. I have another pshat. Went in front of his whole family when he went to greet Esau. So Avar means go in front of, before. So once again, Vayavar is before. So the Rishonim, a bunch of Rishonim talk about this. If the word Vayavar means before, so say before. There's another word in Hebrew called Kaidem. Kaidem, the mitzvah, make a bracha. What's Vayavar? So they explain that Vayavar is immediate. This Kaidem before, it could be six hours before. And Vayavar comes to say, it must be right now. You make the bracha and then you strap. You don't, you don't talk to your friend, you don't do your other things. You make a bracha and you pull down the strap. You make the bracha and you wipe your hands. It's Vayavar, it's right away. 
says the Gemara. What is the bracha Rav Sheshes? I think it's the only time in Shas. He made the bracha three brachas, and that's what we do today. Megillah, man, Megillah, Nun, Nisim, Laboyseinu, and Shechiyonu. Three brachas. What do you say afterwards? Baruch Ato Hashem Elokeinu Melachoylam. Harav es rivenu, Hashem fights our fights. Vahadon es dinenu, and he judges our dinen. Vahanoikem es nikmoseinu, and he takes revenge for where he needs to take revenge. Vahanifra lanu, and he pays back mitzoreinu. Vahameshalim gmul lechol oivein avsheinu, and he pays gmul. I don't know the exact difference between nifra and gmul. Okay, there's different. Maybe one he pays back monetarily and, 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 and physically. And, I don't know. Baruch atah Hashem. Hanifra li Yisrael. We say la'amoy. And on the side here it brings here that we, there's another gear so that we, la'amoy. And in fact that's what we do. Hanifra la'amoy Yisrael. Mikol tzareim. Hashem pays back for all their tzar. Rava Omar. Hokeil hamoy shia. He's Hashem that's going to redeem us. Geula. Since we have a machlaikis here, let's combine them. What do we do? Baruch Ata Hashem, Hanifrol Yisrael Mikol Tzareim, Hokeil HaMashiach. That's what we do today. Unfortunately, I don't have a great memory. I remember saying this, so if anybody has what to add, please. I don't remember it completely. But there's a beautiful thing here. The Rav Papa throughout Shas, that's ten times, and that's why when we make a C and we say, I said that one already. Rochish. Ten. Why ten? And why him? Why not say Rebbechanan's ten sons that went after? He's the one that makes peace. All over Shas. I looked it up. I only found like three, four times. But. So apparently, 10 times in Shas, where, and one time was a little different, I remember something. And this is it. We have a machlaikis here. She said, let's say both of them. And because he makes peace, he brings peace. And that's the end of what we say at the, in the Siyom, it's about peace. So we put Rapapa in there. Hilkach, Omar Rapapa, Hilkach, Nemrino, Rapapa, by the way, one of the things when I looked up, it was very interesting, because yesterday we came out of Mincha, and there's a beautiful rainbow, and people were saying, are you allowed to say it's beautiful? What do you do? But you have to make a bracha, right then and there. What's the bracha? That's one of the things that Rav Papa says, Hilkach, Nimrinu, I had no idea what it was. Baruch Hashem, there's people there. What? Zoychar bris, v'nemam bebrisoi, v'kayim lo'ad. V'kayim b'mamoroi. V'kayim b'mamoroi. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to remember it next time. I'll, hopefully I'll be with somebody. But a lot of people don't know what to do. They're like, wow, they're beautiful there. Look at that. It was like a, probably the nicest one I've ever seen. It's the full circle. It went from top to, it wasn't like just eh, all the way around. Crazy. Okay. It's, it's, it's a simon of, of bad stuff. I, I, I get it. I get it. But you still make a bracha. So, never breeze but that's, uh, that's Rapapa. Says the Gemara, B'Shenim B'Chamishi B'Shabbos, B'Mincha Karim Shloisha, Oy vey, where do we get? Oy vey, vey. Why, why three? We have three Elias to represent her. 
You never have less than 10 psukim. What is the one time, Taisus brings down, the one time of the year we don't have 10 psukim is on Purim. The parish of Amalek, and Taisus explains, because that's it. That's the whole parish. You can't add and not. Hana Asar connected me. Why is there 10? All right, Mishu Abinlay. What? Oh, I, I missed that. Vayidaber says the Gemara. Vayidaber oil minaminyan. Even though it's just a simple positive, Vayidaber Hashem Amoyshaleim, or it's nothing really doesn't have any juice to it, but it's all it's one of the ten. Hanei Asar connected me. Maybe Shul Abinlay connected that story about Lanim Shabbos Aknesis. We had it. Every city should have ten people that could fill in for a minion. Reverse of Amar connected that Sarah said Dibros. Shenemer Lamoyshu Besinai. Then we skip this with Levi, Omar, Kenegat Asar, Yilulim, Shemadom, Besefer, Tilim, Riochen and Omar, Kenegat Asar, Mamores, Shabem Nibra, Oilam. I put it down here. It says in the Pasuk, Vayyarim Elikim, the first parasha, the first prakim, I think it's the, even all in the first parak. Yehi Yar, Vayyarim Elikim Yar, Vayyarim Elikim Yerikia, Vayyarim Elikim Yikavamai, Vayyarim Elikim Tachiyar, Vayyarim Elikim Yermaris, all this, Vayyarim Elikim, Hinei Nosati. But that's nine. This ten mamaris. Hashem created it with saying the words. Hey, Nino, Vayoymer, the Bereshis, Anitisha Nino, the Vayoymer, you see, Vayoymer, Likim, of Parshas Bereshis. It's not. What do you do? Bereshis, Nami, Maimeru. The first, first pausing in the Torah is a. Bereshis, Likim, Bereshis, Bar, Likim, it's a Shemaim, it's Hashem created the heaven and earth with what? With his mouth, by saying it, with a Maimer. The Shemayim became what? B'dvar Hashem, with the, with the word of Hashem. Obruvach piv called Tzvah. Omer Ova. Rishin Shikara Arba Meshubach. Sheni Shikara Arba Meshubach. Shlishi Shikara Arba Meshubach. It doesn't matter. If you have 10 Pesukim, obviously one Aliyah is going to be longer. Where do you put that longer Aliyah? You could put it in the beginning, you put it in the end, you could put it in the middle. Rabbi Yisai, which Aliyah is the most Chosh of Aliyah? Which Aliyah? You know which one? The one that you get. The one that you think in your mind is the best aliyah. That's the best aliyah. Because if you start uh, crafting, I didn't get shlishi. You know, uh, I didn't get mafter. So I'm here in the show for six years and nobody ever gave me mafter. That's in your head. It's whatever you think is good. That's a good aliyah. I'm serious. Rishon Shikor Hashem, Dalit Meshubach, Visnan, Bisholosh, Kupesh, Shosholosh, Soyin, Shabahem, Tormis Halishko. My favorite Masechtas, Masechtas Shkolim. They, they used to take a machsa shekel, pile it up, Three times a year, they would take three boxes and fill up the box and buy with that carbonus. But which box would they use first from the three? They did it within a minute. Boop, boop, boop. The first box. First box. This is just from the Shkalim. Then they put like something down and then they would pile up the Shkalim on top of that. Everything below it was the extra Shkalim. Okay. I'm kidding about that. My favorite Masechtas Shkalim so far. Shkalim. <clears throat> okay. Each box had a letter. One, two, and three. So you see there's an Indian, a Bachar. Number one, there's something important about one. Now, if you're a middle child, don't feel bad. There's something special about the middle. Real quickly, I know we ran out of time here. But this is Kaitish HaGadashim. According to the Manda Omar, the menorah went this way, like this. One Manda Omar says it goes like this, and one Manda Omar says it goes like this. But let's say it goes from Tzafan to Darim, north to south. So if you look closely over here, this center one, the wick is pointing this way, Mayrev, towards the Kaitish HaKadashim. All the other wicks are on the other side of the bowl here, 
pointing to the center, pointing to the center. So you see that the center is very special. The middle one is towards the Kodesh Kedoshim. You see that the middle one is the best. Just one more line. And if the last one has the four psukim, it's great. You go upwards in Kedusha. You don't go downwards. He was the first Aliyah and he read four. And Rav Papa said it was great. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.